as if he kicked about three pounds of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds of haggis. 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 Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground. Sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Snaid. Yeah, you know, Kiora and Gordon you are live from Today Radio Studio for Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. Show 120. Any significant number about 120? Couldn't tell you, mate. Couldn't, Couldn't tell, tell you. You were all prepped last week with 119. Yeah, I thought it was my school number at school. Well, obviously, yeah. it's a full house today. We've got a couple of lads. You look like you're here for an interview, boss, huh? <laughs> Relax, huh? No, it's uh, show 120. Uh, let's talk sport, the home of uh, sport in Luxembourg, as we like to say. Uh, the weather outside, tray humid. Nathan? A little bit. It's wet yeah. out there. Do you, go for, do you go for a run today? Did obviously. You go, or did you go indoors? No, no. Outdoors? Bit of jogging, you know. But did you do that fartlek training? That's the stuff where they stop and start. Is that what fartlek is? That is fartlek. Okay. What is fartlek? Go on, tell me more I about this fartlek. I'm training. asking you. Did you do fartlek? Speed it sounds play. Like a, it's speed Swedish. Play. It's where you vary the pace. You can like run parts. You know, change the intensity. You're running at, run up hills, run on sand, all that sort of stuff. Wait, and what were your today? Malcolm's. Malcolm's. Just a bit of an anaerobic conditioning. Horrible, horrible stuff. Yeah. I'd actually love to put you through it and see how you get on. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, hey, mate. You've know, never had so many excuses to get out of going for a run in your life with this bloke, yeah. Um, as always, you can get in, uh, get in comms with us, get uh, involved with what's going on in the show, 6215252000. As I said, we've got a full house. I've got TJ, Patrick and Joey. Joey and TJ are from the world of cycling. Thanks for joining us, gents. Thank you. There we go. That was easy, wasn't it, huh? Um, and then I've got Patrick over to my right, and you're from the world of flag football. Yes, right. Thanks for having me. Very good. No problem at all. We've got a, uh, it's like a, a burger fest in here, isn't it? <laughs> you know, this is where you go down to the communes, and they've all got their metvushed and their boffeting and all that sort of stuff, these isn't got, it? These guys know their tracks around. They know every, every forest around Luxembourg, I'm sure. Do they? Well, particularly these guys. Well, we'll put that, mountain bikes. We'll put that, the, put that to the... Um, to put that to the test, Joey's brought in a very flash set of sunglasses which he's taken off. Hopefully, he's going to forget about them and leave them sitting there because I'm eyeing them up already. <laughs> watch them, watch them, Joey. Um, boys, we'll give you 30 seconds to introduce yourself uh, and sort of give a bit of an overview to the people listening in. But before we do that, we always start things off with sport and the history in the world today. The first one I've got for you, Nathan, 2016, Michael Phelps finished his career in Rio. How many medals? In total? How many gold medals in total? 12, 16? 23, mate. 23, double. Yeah. Some going, mate. 23. Uh, Joe, you'd be good at that question. You like you like dipping in the pool a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you're at, um, you're, you're, you do a little bit of work at the cock as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you do at the cock? Um, in the cock, uh, I do more like la seva. That's meaning uh, I looking the people swimming and everything also, but I also doing lessons with uh, clients and everything. And uh, also we're working much with kids. And that's, it's amazing. Do so we have any potential Michael Phelpses out there? Have you seen any from the from the side of the pool? 
Uh, I was uh, working one time, yes, in the Euro meet, and um, there was there was one Brazilian swimmer. I don't know now his name exactly, but he was also very, very good. He was is that the guy who's like 17, 18? He was really yes, young. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He was very speed. Also, he's one of the best. So if we come down and we start splashing around in the pool, are you, you the one that tell us off? You tell us to yes, kick us out. I need to, uh, when one guy uh, going down, I need to go. You down. What about if both of us go down? Yeah. What about if I'm holding him under? I can search everyone. Yeah, you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. What, what about if someone's carrying a bit of timber and yeah. you can't save them? Do you know what I mean? You just leave, just leave <laughs> they, 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 they float those um, ones. Another one for you. 2004 was the 28th Olympic Games, which was in uh, Athens in Greece, which interestingly, it should have been, in Greece it should have been eight years earlier, but it was in Atlanta because 96 would have been the 100-year anniversary of the Olympics. But obviously, any ideas why it went to Atlanta and not Athens? Money, money, money. Coca-Cola jumping. Yeah, Coca-Cola, they? that was 96, mate. Yeah. I, um, tell you, I tell you what, saying on Athens, they made a balls up of their stadium, didn't they? Left it to a, it's just a ruins now, isn't it? In Athens, the stadium. Well, that's not really a fair comment because what they actually did because of the significance of it being held in Greece was they actually used the old traditional stadium. So it was actually a ruin that they did like the shot put and stuff oh, okay, in as well. okay, so they just put it back to how yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so just left enough. it to it. It didn't cost them anything to <laughs> dig that up. Uh, the other one, uh, interestingly, from the last show, we spoke about, you uh, spoke about the image of the guys protesting in uh, 1968. That was in Mexico City. You talk about the yeah. fellas um, putting their uh, the the the, the first the, the, yeah the Black Power salute um, and it was it was obviously towards human rights um, and it was two uh, two American athletes called Tommy Smith and John Carlos and they uh, each raised uh, their black club fist during the uh, the playing of the new U.S. national anthem. Um, and that was after they'd won gold and bronze in the 200 meters event. And actually, it had actually been planned that they were going to do this if they medaled. Um, but the guy who finished silver was an Australian bloke and he was basically aware of what they were doing for human rights and stuff like that. So if you look at the picture, you'd think that he's not actually involved in it, but he's fully aware of, of what's going on. But interestingly, they both had a pair of um, uh, a pair of black gloves that they were going to obviously to put their hand up in the air, but one of the guys actually forgot his gloves. So your man had to lend him yeah. one of his gloves. So that's why one's got the right hand up and one's, one's got, got the left there. hand up. Well, they certainly made go. a point. See what I mean? Pub knowledge. Yeah. That's pub so quiz that's, knowledge. You know, if we go for a few beers and stuff. And we're still talking about it this yeah. day, so. There you go. Uh, a couple made. of birthdays out there. Here's a good one for you. 1975, Shoab Akhtar. He was quick, wasn't oh, he? Oh, he was fast, mate. 100 and, uh, well, took uh, obviously 1975, but 161.3 Ks. That's absolute wheels. And then the other one we've got is Alan Shearer, who obviously is making his name now as a sports pundit, but... Famous English soccer striker who played Happy for Blackburn and Newcastle. But lads, we're going to kick things off here. Patrick, 30 seconds about yourself. And How the hell football. did you end up playing flag football? Go. Hello, I'm Patrick. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I'm president and quarterback of the Luxembourg Wolves, a team that we recently uh, did, like some friends of us. Uh, we were a group of friends and we said, hey, we already had a team and it was like, it didn't get, go the way like we want. Like, let's do it different. Let's do it the right way. Let's do it big. Let's do it right. And that's how the Luxembourg was. I mean, was we'll, we'll get we'll get into the the crux of the difference in the rules. But yeah. am I right in thinking flag football is essentially very similar to American football, but yeah. there's no no contact 
Yeah. Or there is some contact? There is, there is. Like, you could say there's some contact, like, in basketball. Like, it's pretty much the same. Or, like, in soccer. Like, football, soccer, whatever you want to call it. It's pretty much the same. It's not as violent as American football. Sure. We all know it. Or as rugby. Or as obviously. rugby. Pff, as yeah. animals, are. Do you wear helmets? Do you wear helmets? No, no, no. Not no helmets. Any. No, not all. Oh, okay. Um, not not is... on the field. I don't know about the people off the field, but not on the field. Well, actually, that's an interesting <laughs> point because we always talk about the bagarre off the field, but we'll come back to that point later on and we'll go into the, uh, the crux of it. TJ, we've been dying to try and get a cyclist on here. Finally, you've cracked you're, and you're you've, first, uh, you've come on. Officially the first cyclist. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, well done. Yeah, Thank congratulations. You, well done. Your little beauty. It means yeah. you've, it means you've made it. It takes 120 shows to get a cyclist on. It means nice, you've made nice. it. You've made it, huh? In the land of cyclists. So what, you your, your cycle cross? Uh, yeah, basically it's cycle cross in the win- winter yeah. and mountain bike in the summer. So um, now here's my mechanic, actually. That's uh, mainly for the cyclocross season because there you need to need to wash the bikes and everything. You have also two bikes in one race. So you always change the bike. So that is really important. Huh? So you have to change your bike in the race, do you? Yeah, you don't have to, but after one lap, actually, the bike is so full of mud that it doesn't really get on anymore. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Brakes, I'm with you. Uh, so it's going to be cleaned. Huh? Throw them in the mud. Has he ever not given you a the up to up to performance bike? Has he ever too much too much mud on the old chain or anything? No, or is he always done? I, I what I do it's um, I say him every t- uh, in the half uh, lap. Yeah. I say him okay, TJ. Now it's time to change. And now and then later he's knowing okay, I need to change. I have too much mud, and also the tires and everything is. Uh, has, oh, very. Uh, but this is getting a bit like Formula it's One. Coming Scott. then. Uh, yeah. and it's coming and then up changing speeds. It's ten seconds. Man, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like let's 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 be honest here. Okay, there is nothing better in my opinion than being on a bicycle and riding through the biggest puddle of mud that you can find. Out there so what happens like sometimes you bring the bike in and it's really bad and he says to you mate you gotta you gotta bring it back better than this you say yeah but there's this big puddle it's just so much fun to uh <laughs> a little bit of a to, to yeah, no, no, that's okay because we have uh, the team around the cycling team top road razor bun is our team and they have always the the kersha the yep. pressure washer oh. and uh so yeah, he takes the bike, goes down to the pressure washer, then he washes it, goes back. Brings it back for you. And it's uh, well, I hope you look also after this bloke, a huh? really hard job for, for yeah. the mechanics. Here's an, interesting, the here's an interesting question for you. So cycle cross is, is it always laps or is it just one? Can you ever just do like one big lap no, or is it always continuous always laps? laps. Oh, okay, yes. okay. So, like mountain bike also, the cross country Olympic distance, it's one hour and uh, 30 minutes. So it's always uh, six, seven, eight laps. And do as many as you can in, in that yeah, time, yeah, is it? Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, and well, Joey, just on to yourself. You're, as you said, you're involved in swimming and cycling. You know, yes. that's quite a, I guess, quite a mix of stuff. So, um, yeah, 30 seconds about yourself. Off you go. Yes, hello. Thank you. Um, yes, I'm doing uh, triathlon. And there is three different um Spots, uh, you have one-time swimming. That is also one of the uh, difficult training parts. Then you have bicycle, but because I was a rider, then I, for me, it's more the easiest part. And then you have also the run. Yeah. And the run is more for the head. It's a very difficult part because there you was uh, you have done the swimming, biking, and then you have the last uh, running kilometers done. 
and this is very difficult for the head. It's like running with jelly legs at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, it's very in the head. You need to do hard work. You see, okay, I can do it, but if you say no, it's I can't, then you break up. I've told you before, but I've I've done a triathlon. I told you, yeah, yeah. I did one. It was a what was it? Seven seven fifty swim. Yeah. Twenty twenty k on the bike, and then five k run. So it's only a sprint, but the swim is horrendous. Yeah, but the sprint is very hard because uh, I don't think I was sprinting. Uh, it's, it's sprint. It's <laughs> sprint. It's very. It's the sprint is not the same like Ironman. Ironman, you do uh, long distance, and okay, you can also do sp- uh, like very speed, but it's more long distance. It's more endurance. Like sprint is very. You do for one hour. You do. You done uh, the maximum that you can. It's. I think mine was about an hour and a half, mate. But hey, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, Here you go. For, for play for giving it a crack, mate. Patrick, right? It's so a flag football. As you've said, there is an element of contact from it because, you know, obviously we're, we're naive to it. We, we're lucky enough to have a, a few guys from the Doodle on Steelers on yeah. um, and sort of explain the, the nuts and bolts of it. But with um, how, how, many, how many people do you have per, per play? Uh, like on the field, you have uh, five players. Yeah. Like it's different on um, tackle football, the real American football. It's are 11 players. Here you have five players on the field and everyone is running and catching the ball like... You have not like uh, in tackle football, you have like your uh, interior line, your O line, the yeah. blocking. That part is away. Yeah. Like, everyone is running, catching. You have a center, like the classic. Uh, just a hike football. through the legs. Right. Yeah. And, but still, he's too running and catching. So. so, how does the opposition, how do they stop them without giving them a shoulder? A shoulder? Yeah. yeah. Like a. Like a to, okay. to block someone, yeah, to yeah. Yes. block like uh, ar- around your hips, you have uh, like two flags, yeah, and you have to pull them. What would be in tackle football, like a tackle, a yeah. classical tackle, okay. or in rugby, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know the movement. Like there, you you pull a flag. Why you doing that is, uh, the like your movement with the shoulder when you head forward with your shoulder. It's what you do when you do a tackle. Same with rugby. You don't head forwards with your head, you go with your shoulder. Yeah. Okay. That's oh, so why they pull a flag because the movement is the same as to and learn the, base, uh, the basics. Like so, the, when, when you say like there's, a, there's like an element of contact, yeah. if you were coming to my right side, could I step in and put a shoulder onto you and grab the tag at the same time and that would be allowed? Uh, depends on the referee. <laughs> <laughs> Very good Depends answer. Where he's from. Patrick, well played. Depends well played. On the ref. So we only need to pick out w- one of the two flags. Yes, yep. yes. One is enough. Like, but what, uh, what you said, Scott, was like, um, it depends, really. Like, if you're running, if you're in a movement, sure, there's, there's some contact. Even if you want to grab the flag, the, the guy, the, the ball carrier is running, you as defender are running. So. You can't get away from some context. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it's but the the goal should be to pull the flag and not like I'm jumping in you and stepping into your ground and then I pull the flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So if you're, if I, let's say we're we're playing, we play the center hikes the ball, you, the quarterback then launches the ball. If the catch is made and then the tag is made, that's where the p- next yeah, play would right. then. And it's it's on a smaller pitch, isn't it? It's not on a it big is, big is, like. Well, I say like a football pitch, American football pitch, rugby pitches, they're all a yeah. similar sort of size, aren't they? No, no. And then do you still get the four plays? Yes. Okay. Like uh, in the classic tackle football, you have this four downs where you need to go over the line of, uh, over the, over these 10 yards to get another down. Like in flag football, you have like the half the field is four downs. And if you are over it, you get another four downs. Yeah. So 
it's not 10 yards it's 25 oh it's, yards. A, it's a great addition so obviously it, it, it's a great uh, well it's more uh, more less people on the pitch there's a lot more yes. space isn't there right. okay and would you mainly do fixtures against other teams or would you play in tournaments more often you know play more games in a day sort of thing uh both really. okay like uh we just created our team in june so uh our goal was like okay this year just fix them some scrimmage games some friendly games and then next year we go but like two weeks later we got the first invasion for the for tournament like the mosel bowl I was like, okay, there we go. <laughs> so we oh, did both. The Moselle Bowl. <laughs> so the Moselle Bowl. And so there's a, a few teams in the Tsar, Rhineland Feltz yes, region, yes. is there? Yeah, yeah. You have like the Saarland Hurricanes. These are like the biggest team in the area. Like even in tackle football, they are like all, all years in the playoffs. They're playing against the big teams, beat them. Like there's a very, very big oh, okay. competitive team. And same goes for the flag football team. So they just created that team. Uh, this year they're also playing in the German league, in the second league. But is it called? Don't the, worry, they, they is be it, in the first league next year. Is right? it called uh, the Bundesliga? Do they call it that? No, 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 no. The Germans the, the, love that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Bundesliga. No, 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 like the <laughs> the tackle league called the German football league, yeah. GFL. And uh, same goes for the flag football. Oh, happy days. Well, gents, we we'll just bounce over to you now for the uh, for the cycling. Um, I mean, I guess the place to start is uh, your bike. Obviously, the most important piece of equipment. Yes. What do you have? Do you have one? Joey, do you have Joey one? Just uh, nodding his head, going across. Do you have? Do you have one of the ones with the basket on, and then the, you know, the horn on the front, or is it a bit more no, advanced? Than that? Front, yeah. 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 Uh, so actually, I have four bikes. So one mountain bike uh, with uh, full suspension, so front and in the back. Uh, two cyclocross bikes because we need to swap the bikes. Yeah. And uh, one normal road bike for mainly training and some races maybe so why not? fair enough and what are you what do you what do your bikes cost how much are they uh, do, you want, do you want to buy one no I was, but I was just reading the, sorry just to digress a little bit but I was reading one about the the spec of the bikes and like the Tour de France and I always thought like an expensive mountain bike was about you know two three thousand euros mate some of these guy bikes cost well, like 20k of, yeah mate. well some of the pieces will cost yeah yeah sure. yeah Absolutely and mad. You, and you get Joey tweaking some of yeah. these. Obviously, it's all right if you've got a sponsor to pay for that, but if you're uh, old Joe yeah, Blunt... so it actually depends on how the the specifications. So when you have uh, the best of the best, it's really, uh, it's not cheap. Huh? But uh, but you you can... My first road bike was uh, 2000. So that's okay. Uh, but now I, I, I have upgraded it. Actually, I, I've done the paint job myself. And I bought some uh, new parts, so it's actually worth uh, like five thousand, maybe. So you're continuously up, let's say, yeah, tailoring your tailoring your bike. So yeah. that does yeah. the bike must live up in your bedroom then, because you don't want you can't leave it chained up outside the uh, the squash uh, it, club. It, it, do you know it, what I mean? It, it, Especially not our, top squash, you know. <laughs> it's in our great. Uh, we have uh, how do you call it? Uh, not the house, but the great. Uh, Small garden house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really great. With don't give away too don't much information away. here, mate. We yeah. don't know who's listening. Joey, do you know what I mean? Do sit yeah. outside with a shotgun, waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty-four hour, twenty-four uh, surveillance on that, Bobby. Twenty-four hour security. But let's let's say I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not doing it at the top level yet. Is it possible for me to buy a relatively cheap bike to sort of start and yeah. get involved in the sport? Yeah, yeah that that's no problem because, uh, but bikes also are getting. Uh, more expensive but it's still possible to f- to find a good bike for like 
1,500, 2,000. Yeah, it's not really cheap, but... <laughs> I mean, it's all relative, isn't yeah. it, at the end of the day, because... You can give me a, a $20,000 bike and I still not beating this boy over here, you know? Well, you don't know that, Nathan. It's got a big, big engine. Big engine on you. I'll find a big paddle. I'll yeah, exactly. But you've got... Um, if, you, if you've got... Um, I mean... It, it, it's it's not fair to say like oh cycling uh, cycling is an expensive sport but you know football can be an expensive sport I mean you can pay three hundred and fifty euro for a pair of boots these days you're going through two three pairs a season you know um, squash I don't know I guess it's all relative if you're travelling around and stuff would the majority of your races be sort of domestic it's sort of quite local or in Belgium and Germany yeah, and stuff like that basically I race mainly here in Belgium although not here uh, in Belgium. Um, because by in Luxembourg we have really basically nothing, so mountain bike is really nothing, no races. Even this year we had the national championships. It were in in, in Germany, so in Alpstadt, like six hundred k's from here. So uh, that's really that I would say the sport here. But uh, it's here. It's only actually the cyclocross season that's still really uh, good and uh, where you have really all weekend from like October till January you have all all weekend at least one race so that's really still popular here in Luxembourg ties up the weekend so Joey you're uh, as you say you do you have like a big tent you know that you you set up and in, in your own way and do uh, I mean what do you do do you just sit down and have coffees waiting for him to come in or how, how does it all work no no and I for coming in the races I prepare his bike that like uh, he's coming uh, I riding for him for going there that he can eating uh, everything and then we come here and then we are in, in the place I do. Uh, I prepare the bike like uh, I do uh, the, um, the air inside, uh, the chain, cont- uh, cont- uh, everything check. And if it's everything check, he's on the car. When I do it, he's changing his, and then he's going look the um, the circuit, yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the route, the route, yeah. the route, and then he's coming back with. Then um, it's depending on the weather. Then he's coming with much mud. Then I go again, watch the bike before the race start. That he has a bike that's clean. Yeah. And uh, then he's riding, and then I'm standing on the stand, and I'm waiting. And he, when he have a, a crash or I don't know, then I, I have reels to me, and then I can changing everything uh, what so he needs. You can go, you can fix his bike at any point of the. Track? No, no, you no. have points. Yeah, okay. you have uh, in cyclocross. You have normally two points every time in the half of the on the circuit. Yes, but uh, in mountain bike, uh, you have only one. Uh, one yeah. on one part where you can change your okay, so one area for the where the yes, mechanic. Then he needs I was going to say otherwise, run, say, uh, go, otherwise you have to okay. He has to run back. He has Not to, you have to run to him has, with the bike. He has yeah. to run to the next uh, to the next station. What about changing. okay? So what about comms during the race? You're not, you can't be, you're mic'd up or not? No, 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 no mic'd up. I seeing him uh, ten meters, then he's doing me a signing, uh, like okay. wheels or his yes, like this, and then three cheeseburgers. I know exactly. Okay, up, <laughs> going search this, and then yeah, prepared. That's when he's coming, changing, and then. I tell you what, you need a right hand man. You got Joey here. I, I tell, tell you what, what he you, was. You boys are obviously is. a bit younger, but you know you need to be getting on well because. <laughs> you just be coming around being like, oh, maybe I won't put as much air in this tyre, right? You know, you rub them up the wrong way and stuff. Patrick, just uh, coming over to yourself. Um, I guess uh, flag flag football, this this is sort of an interesting uh, topic which you can really expand on. It's, it's, it's similar to something like um, Ultimate Frisbee where, you know, American football, very, very sort of elitist um, 
uh, sport in America. And what I mean by that is ultimately everyone is playing and they're trying to get up to the next level, the next level, ultimately to reach the NFL. You know, there isn't really like an amateur American football game in America. The same with baseball. Um, Not like we have, uh, you know, like the Sunday League guys playing football out here just for enjoyment and that sort of thing. So it's, uh, you know, flag football. And uh, again, I use the other example of um, Ultimate Frisbee is more about the sort of participation where ultimately you're just trying to get as many people, you know, playing playing the sport so it makes it more accessible so if i'm listening in why should i come and play why would i come and play flag football what are the benefits why yeah because it's like if you really love football like we're talking about american football the tackle football but you're like hey i don't want a concussion i i want to play a game and still be at home and uh, not have my head shaking like come over to us play flag, flag football because like how we play flag football you have like different schemes different techniques different play styles um like i'm also the coach and something what's really important for me for the team is like the way like if you play flag football and you want to play later like tackle football it's like the transition should be easier to you because you can play like your whole um your game plan or how you play can be rely just on flag football but how we play our zones, our plays, is pretty similar to tackle football. Really like on defense, how we play our zone defense, like it's not, you don't see that very often in flag football, how we playing it, because we have a really own style, how we play our defense. But if you will go to tackle football and you see, oh, okay, they're playing our 3-2 zone defense and all this stuff, the first time you could be like overwhelmed because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. But like, how we playing the transition is easier because yeah. you're like oh okay i know i know this scheme i know how to do it i know where my zone is i know where the other zone is that's so, how we play our defense we do it it's not often you see that in flag football this style of play but for me it was pretty important because we have also young players uh who are telling me like hey i want to start with flag football but later i will play tackle football but i never had a football in my hand yeah so like no problem We're starting, we're doing like the first steps and then you get into it and then they also see the defense. And we had also players like, they were playing flag football, they were playing tackle football and they told me like, hey, it's pre- now I get it, you know. I see I see what, what the zone defense is. Yeah. Or, you know, like, and that's pretty much uh, important for me, you know, for our players to, even if they watch, even if it's just on Sunday, they watch the NFL and they hear something like, Uh, they play with two safeties high and they're like okay what what are they doing yeah now they get it because they're like okay we are into it i mean to be honest it's actually one of the biggest mistakes i think people make with a sport like rugby like american football, football. the worst thing you can ever do is just go and try and play a game having not you know actually firstly watched it um and and secondly and it's, try to i guess a simplified version yeah. i mean obviously I'm trying to think. In American football, you can throw the ball, obviously, forward, can't you? But after somebody catches it, you can only throw it backwards or yep. laterally, isn't it? Yeah, 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 it is. So you always think, oh, why isn't catching? Just launch it down there. But that's actually one of the rules. So you'll see sometimes where they, so they you don't can, really... You can do a little inside, you, inside swipe. You can, but it would have to go, but it has to go backwards or, or flat, yeah, sort yeah. of laterally. Whereas you look at a sport like rugby, you know, I mean, it's stupid. It's to, to try and explain to someone 
um, that you can only pass backwards in rugby is ridiculous. You know, it's just such a stupid concept. But when you're when you're brought up for it, it is brought up with it. Sorry, it is sort of your bread and butter. It's you know you take it for granted and you you know the rules like that. But because you're exposed to it from a younger age, it's a lot easier to pick up. I would say American football's like if we went and tried to play American football or flag football now, we'd skill set. I don't think we would have a problem, Nathan. But in terms of learning the rules, you're like. Right. Yeah, very different. Do you think that there's the relationship between, let's say, between flag football and and American football as there would be with, let's say, touch rugby and rugby league? I would say so. Sort very, of sim- very sim- much. The- simpler set. Of, you know, there aren't as many technical rules, or, or you know, maybe there are. I don't know. Yeah, sure. You have like uh, you have a, the rules change a bit. Do flag football? Sure. You know, it's pretty clear, but. If you play flag football and like watch real tackle football or you want to play like you get the rules you know like it's pretty much the same like you can't hold someone like the holding penalty would be the same and all this stuff sure there are some changes but overall I would say yeah, yes do you have a relationship with the doodle on Steelers do you sometimes go and go and d- 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 train with each other or not uh, at all no not at all not yeah. yet like we have some uh, contact with them. Like yeah. they're also nice people. Like yeah, yeah they're good, so, good crowd. Yeah, we had them on. Yeah, good crowd. Yeah, good crowd. They, have, they um, like uh, Wilson from then. That's one of the players of the flag football team. I am in contact with him. Like to grow bigger, it's better to so, do something together. Hundred percent. Like, we're all we're so, not against uh, each as other. Of yeah. Now, like our team was like newly founded, so we all had some things to do like paperwork a lot of paperwork more than yeah, I the thought administration sure. Yeah, yeah sure but, but just now we are focused on like this stuff like we have also the uh, Luxembourg Raptors in Redonge I guess like these are also a tackle this only tackle team but they are not very popular I think they are also really at the beginning so maybe also we will take uh, take contact with them because it's always better if you all work together like yeah, yeah. the sport is too small in Luxembourg to like everyone stay in his corner that doesn't help anything. mate we should get you as president as a couple of other of these smaller federations out there because you've certainly got the right mindset right, to hopefully you? keep uh, keep growing it the big question I'll ask you what sports did you play before you took up flag football uh, handball and when I was younger uh, karate okay so handball actually when you think about it it's that natural movement of throwing the ball it and is, it obviously is. being able to catch it actually so. some players like uh, I play quarterback but I, we have also other people who play quarterback I'm not the only one at the position and one told me once like yeah I, I can't throw like you like your technique I don't know how you're doing but I never saw like someone throwing like you and another player told me like, yeah sometimes it looks like you're throwing a baseball and, like yeah, that that's like because I played handball yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's just yeah. a different sort of yeah, technique yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it but yeah. you still can do it with a uh, football if you have the right movement too yeah. lads I want to bounce back over to the cycling and this is a question that uh, really really interests me is ultimately in sports you know the let's let's just say the sport of cycling um, and all that it's different um disciplines within cycling i guess there is a massive massive conditioning element in terms of your physical you know your physical fitness ultimately if you can push yourself harder in training and and learn to you know suffer ultimately you get fitter your body adapts to it that is hopefully going to you know sort of transfer across into uh, a, a better performance in whatever event or race you're taking part in but what the hell do you do if you're trying to build that engine up you know i'm listening in now i'm a, I'm a cycling enthusiast um what 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 would a, a like a hard sort of aerobic or anaerobic training session 
look like if you were either in the gym or we were out on the road now what what sort of stuff are you doing yeah that's basically uh, a secret you can't tell me is it is that what it is that's a hard question so uh, I when I started cycling in uh, the cycling uh, the Dippesh cycling team there I had a trainer so there for one year I he uh, she did me a plan so I uh, I trained like she said and uh Actually, um, now I for one year I changed uh, the team. I didn't have a trainer, so now I recently just get it, got in contact with uh, a Belgian trainer who is uh, basically uh, more into mountain bike cyclocross. So uh, now we're just getting started. Yeah. So what to do? Uh, actually, most people they forget that uh, the really the basic endurance is uh, really important. So ev- not every training training should be hard. No. So uh, basically saying you, you do five training sessions a week, a week uh, without a race. Now you do like two hard sessions with like intervals um, and the rest is just simply uh, endurance. Yeah. So the base miles. So uh, so when we we go into the crux of it, Nathan, we spoke to this about before about like working with your anaerobic and aerobic thresholds and stuff like that. So do you do a lot of like lactate blood lactate testing and stuff, and sort of where you have your yeah, blood taken and stuff? Uh, or? Now we we train with a power meter on the bike, so we we always see like how many watts yeah. we produce, and with our heart rate, that's actually a good. Uh, there you 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 can the trainer at me can get a good. Uh, we we can see how the the condition is so yeah. if we need to train more like the intense stuff the endurance stuff um but uh, like a lactate really lactate test i i uh, didn't do yet mm-hmm. Joey, would you do you have that information if if tj is cycling or not uh, not really because i'm also doing triathlon and there yeah. i have another trainer and he's t- uh, I can't only do bicycle. I need also do running, uh, swimming, and bicycle. And then yeah. it's every day it's different. Uh, it's more in the uh, Saturday and Sunday day I do more couple training. That's meaning that morning I go running and then I go bicycle or I go swimming and then bicycle or do swimming and running. That's depending how it's trained. And then in the week only... I training uh, only running or only swimming or only bicycle. That's depending on the week uh, how we are working and also we seeing on the races uh, where is my point where I'm not so good and then this point we put it on the next training for more upgraded. Yeah. So sorry, TJ. Just to keep, I'm going to keep poking away at this because yeah. I find it very interesting. So if I'm doing a, uh, let's just say I'm doing a power session on the bike. What am I doing? Am I just getting on the on the watt bike and I've got to hit, you know, 1500 calories or 1500 watts on the bike yeah. for, for 10 seconds and then I rest for a bit and then I do it 10 times. I think if you want to do a really hard session, you do like 30 seconds all out. That's right, this Dan will do and it tomorrow. Seconds. Yeah, yeah, it is. I love it, stuff. So 30 seconds, <laughs> yeah. full noise, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, or n- not all, all out because you need to do this like uh, 10 minutes. Yeah. So, 30 seconds all out, 15 uh, relax, just uh, some spinning. Yeah, yeah. And then again, f- 30 seconds full, yeah. uh, 15 seconds rest, yeah. like 10 minutes, then uh, like five minutes uh, recovery, and then three times the whole uh, session. So, like. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. 
you, you'd love the stuff. I might try you'd it tomorrow. It. So you'd love I'll text him and be like, yeah, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's actually pretty hard, actually. <laughs> but so we've done, um, I mean, have you you've seen the, the assault bikes, you know, where you pedal and push yeah. at the same time? Mate, they're brutal. Where you go for like, you can do 10 20s, or you, so you go 10 seconds hard as you want, 20 seconds recovery, or you can go 20 seconds, 10, or sometimes you just say, yeah, just do 100 calories. Oh, mate, it is grim. Absolutely grim. But I guess you it's not so much I mean yes it's important to produce that power but it's also important to be able to recover properly as well yeah, yeah. Um, as quick as you can yeah so actually in, in mountain bike that's really important because normally you go up a steep hill and then afterwards you go down the trail like technique and stuff so if you go if you are at the top and your heart is at uh, 180 that you need to recover fast for the concentration because otherwise you your mind uh, your mind goes yeah, your yeah. two bikes that you're riding with are they exactly the same in cyclocross uh, yes. yes yes okay yeah. that was the uh, uh, one question that's just come through and the second question that's come through is are you wearing the luxembourg colors on w when you're racing yeah now when i race the mountain bike races yes the red the red yeah, line yeah, yeah. red uh, b uh blue exactly, white and yeah. red striped yes Oh, brilliant. That's because you're under 23 champion? Yes. And so you, you'll be able to, like cycling, you'll be able to wear that same uniform for 12 months from here on? Yeah, in. actually for 12 months, but as I go next year to the elite category, I, I oh, can't Oh, yeah, back uh, with the whipping boys yes. again. Yeah, so yeah. just now until uh, September when I finish this season. So is there any chat from the other lads that are doing it saying, you know, you might have had that red line on your back last year, mate, but you're with the big boys now? Yeah. <laughs> brilliant. Do you uh, like obviously because if so if we're doing a cycle cross race, does everybody start at the same time, or do you start? You say yeah, you're in wave one, but you are going to go for an hour and a half, and you know that, yeah, and in, they stagger it. Or in cyclocross at mountain bike, it's the same actually. You start all at the same time, but still in uh, like you have five guys in the front, other five guys in different rows. So yeah. where do you push yourself? I mean, a little bit of, a bit uh, of jostling normally, in the front. Normally, it's. Uh, like how many points you have in the in the okay so the better better guys are, yeah. are are up front yeah are there any like if me and Nathan were in a race are there any dirty tricks you can tell us you know which any, you know is there, is there any sort of stuff that goes yeah, on you know yeah good I okay. mean in cyclocross you have to also in the start you have to make yourself a bit uh, yeah because well I can help you with that if you come to gym with yeah. me I'll get you to see your shoulders <laughs> are out here because right, it's right. important to go in the first corner not the uh, yeah. dead last huh? yeah. Yeah. yeah but do you see any we I mean uh, to, um, we're going to come over to you Patrick about this in a second here but when we uh, we often talk about the bagarre you know is there any fighting or anything like that and there are instances with Nathan from squash and myself from rugby where you see it the emotions and the tempers do go up a little bit yeah, do, you, yeah. do you see any of that I mean um, Joey, of course he sees it. Look at the smile I don't know. Do the mechanics get fired up and run around with bike pumps trying to kill each other or something and stuff like that? Do you ever see stuff like that happen? It is like um, it's it's depending on the races. It's ride, uh, riders. They you're riding so shit in the race. They cutting the lines or they doing they pushing and then after the after the race, if they seeing again the rider, then. It's not really a bagarre, but it, uh, they well, verbal being yeah, like, yeah. verbal. They yep. doing uh, so much things. Like, Why are you doing this? Uh, yeah. it's is stupid, it no. is, is it with uh, you know? You often talk about we talk about etiquette, especially with something in in cycling or uh, gamesmanship. You know, it's not against the rules, but if you're constantly um, cutting someone up deliberately to try and put them off, do the the marshals see this and they can give time penalties and stuff like that? 
Yes, I think if it's really if one abuses, uh, that can happen. Huh? But uh, but normally it's like some riders are more aggressive, the other ones are more like not so aggressive. Uh, it's uh, normally we don't really have exact rules, so it's a bit. Uh, I mean, ultimately, it's one of those sports where if you finish first, you know, yeah. that's pretty much it. The boy with the biggest ticker, I guess, and yeah, the, best, yeah, yeah. the best tactic on the day will be the winner. Yeah. Last, last stupid question. <laughs> Obviously, at the start, <laughs> None you of know, these are stupid. My well, friend. no, they're right. This one is. This one is. <laughs> but let, let's be honest. Okay, Formula One you know probably doesn't have uh, look they're pumping a lot of money into it but let's be honest everyone watches formula one for the start why because i think they're going to see a couple of big crashes or or something like that and fortunately the the technology has moved on a lot in formula one so these guys are you know they are touch wood a lot safer do you have any do you have any of that do you ever have any big crashes you know where someone someone at the front stacks it and wipes everyone out and it's a big you know it's a yeah, big big mac big uh, big mess it's but normally in in cyclocross or mountain bike, it's you are not so fast though. Uh, but but in in road races, if you crash there, I had one broken elbow, and uh, it's really yeah. But uh, yeah, you can say something. Yeah, um, I have already one time one big crash in the Trinational here in Luxembourg for yeah. what was it two years now ago? Uh, one year ago. One year ago, and uh, there was one guy. They fall, and I fall up him, and another guy fall uh, beh- over, off, me. Um, over me, and die. My my bike was completely uh, done, and. Uh, but you have, um, I have not doing this, but you can have today because the bike is now more expensive than that, uh, that motorcycle. You can have also already now today assurance for, yeah, the, yeah, bike. Yeah, for the bike. But yeah. I, when I have riding and I crash it, I don't have assurance. It's need, one of those things I you just think again yeah. for my money, again, uh, my bike to. completely. And I have not assurance from the race or they can help me. No, no, it's you alone. It's you crash. You pay it everything again. Oh, uh, that's that's awful. Awful. That'd be, uh, that's yeah, very that, hurts. That, 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 yeah, it hurts uh, more, than, more, more than the injury. Yeah, exactly. We just put a post on social media this week, didn't we, where the, uh, where the bloke went off in the, in the dirt and then, he, and then he came back onto the track in, in road cycling. And then as he came back, he, he got the wobbles and yeah. he took out the pack behind him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. talk about 30 people or more than 30 people in the, in the pipe. Absolutely. Oh, that's absolute. one of the, I remember, oh, we shouldn't laugh about it, but it was quite funny. It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well. think these were top level cyclists, to be fair. These were the, uh, you know, the average Joes out, um, uh, out cycling. Boys, we are going to, we'll have uh, Anthony Perez joining us shortly and he'll be giving us the BGL land up. So I'm going to kick you two out in a minute. So don't worry. Um, Patrick, just back over to yourself if I'm listening in and I think you know what flag football I sound like it's for me how can I get involved when is it where does it take place do I need an INS medical to go and get involved in it yeah sell it to me go yes uh, so first of all like we are a newly created team so everyone we send to the ministry we still need a confirmation after that you can uh, like now you can join us anybody listening you, do can, not drink coffee you can, you do can not drink play. a lot of coffee you can yeah, don't drink a lot of coffee before you do your medical, all right? Because you will <laughs> no, fail it. No, I failed it like three coffee. times, seriously. After that, uh, yes, you can do your medical, like every other sport, every uh, other team. Like, you do your medical, you do a check, we get it, you can join us, you can participate, no problem. Like, But still, we uh, wait for the confirmation from the ministry. Yeah. But, like, it's a few days. Yeah, yeah, so, no but problem. As of now, I have to be honest, like... Yeah. Yes, and uh, after that, you can join us, like... We are called as the Luxembourg Wolves with a reason, like, because we said, okay, let's focus on Luxembourg City because it's the centrum. We have so many people around the world there. It could be really interesting for everyone. Like, if you look at our team, like, 
we have people from around the world, from every corner of the world. We have in our team. So, uh, oh, sorry. Is that your phone? That's awkward. Who is that? Who is that? That's a fine. Is that? Oh, that's a fine. Is it Super unpreferable. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if any of you... Next on me. Yeah, yeah. Next beer on One, sorry. two, three, four, five <laughs> beers. Yeah, no problem. That's yeah, only go. Yeah. So uh, where, 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 do you, yeah. where do you train at the moment? Uh, at the moment, we are in conservation. Uh, we have some communication with the Luxembourg City. As of now, we get sooner response. Then I can drop on our uh, Facebook, Instagram. I can drop okay. the news where we train. Yeah. As of now, we are in some parks. Like riders, we tell you where we are. Yeah, yeah. As of now, nothing official. So it's pretty much official. But I will wait till. Yeah, yeah. Don't tempt okay. fate. Don't tempt yeah. fate. What not? Yes. What nights do you hope to train once you get going again? It's like always uh, first day from seven p.m. to nine p.m. Happy days, thirsty Thursday. Yeah, Go out for. A, yeah. I also didn't get really a chance to uh, talk about this, but you know, is there a big social scene? You know, the old troisième mi-temps, the third half. Do you go for a few beers after? Uh after playing and training? You know that's Luxembourgish culture. Exactly. culture. Any more stranger. <laughs> any more uh, any more stupid questions, Scott, you know? Um, well, I guess we've got the beauties to come up now. Right. Lads, we're kicking you out. You've got can to give we, Anthony can we, pre- can we just give them a, get, get, I just want to get the, the, the mainstream questions. The, the most important Oh yeah, sorry before we do this, Anthony, just sit tight a second here. Patrick, we'll start with yourself. Some pretty important questions which we always ask our guests here, okay? If you had to pick between having a moustache yeah, 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 or a mullet, which one would you no, pick? No, mullet, not even a question. Good man, that's go the first the European mullet. that hasn't picked the moustache. Go moustache. for the good mullet. Man. You good little man. beauty. Top you man, could go, you man. Thing Not even a question. And what about uh, if, if we, you know, let's say things go well this year and you and me are on holiday next summer. We're on holiday together and I'm saying, are you coming down to the beach, mate? You come down to the beach. Are you wearing the long sort of board shorts or are you wearing the... The speedos, the budgie smudges. Yeah, you know, if I have a mallet, I wear the short one. The speedos. <laughs> Look at that picture. He's ticking all the boxes here, isn't what, he? I tell you what, if I stay like that, on. like I'm right now, I take the long yeah, boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what about uh, when, you're, when you're training? Do you have the socks up here or do you have them socks down? Uh, you know, you have your socks up. Oh, he's ticking some boxes, isn't he? You boy, you, boy, you'll boy. You'll get asked about it. And then the last big one is if... Obviously, part of the uh, part of the sport these days is trying to build it up with the crowd and stuff. And you're playing, I don't know, you're playing the the world flag football final, and you're getting announced onto the pitch, and they're going to play a piece of music for you coming out onto the pitch. What piece of music will they play? Mm. Oh, something of Queen. Come on, hey, they will be so shocked. They like. Oh, so, some hip hop music is dropping or some metal stuff, and then Queen is starting. Yeah, they're like, what? And I'm coming. I want to break free. Yeah. Okay, wow. don't stop me now. <laughs> boys, we're going to jump over to yourselves. Same time, though, boys, so you don't know. You yeah, don't you, know who's. I'm going to count three, two, one, and you just got to say it, okay? So, would you have the mustache or the mullet? Three. Mullet. Oh, mullet. <laughs> there we go. We have boys, you have to let me count down. You have to let me count already. Trying it. Try good. Joey, it's a bit, no, I have listen. cut it from doing that. Yeah, I can see I you've cut it. You haven't, did you do that at home? Yeah, maybe. He did this morning when you get it finished. Huh? <laughs> well done, Very good. Joey. Budgie smugglers or uh, board shorts? So the long ones or the short ones? Three, two, one, go. Oh, the, no, the, the, the long one. The long one. Short. Sure. Oh, okay, good man. Joey, you've gone back up. Okay, yeah, you've gone Joey, back up. You're long as well. You- oh, yeah, come on, yeah. Why, why would you wear no, long hold ones? On. Cyclists will wear tight gear. swimmers, you must be used to wearing your um, your budgie smugglers. No, I don't. I like more the longest in swimming. The long shorts. Long shorts. Yeah, yeah. it's more comfortable. But it's not uh, as fast. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, exactly. It's all about performance, <laughs> huh? All about performance. And the last one, gents, do you wear uh, socks up or socks down? Up. Up. After, yeah, don't there you? There we go. Big calves, you know. And, then, and we always say, what music would you come out to? Uh, some... 
punk rock uh, metal stuff. Be Blink One Eight Two, something like that. And for me, more eighties. Well, 80s. Oh, look at 80s, that. 90s. Oh, look at, yeah, good oh. man. Good man. Well, hey, look boys, at a guy. <laughs> absolute pleasure. As I said, we're going to kick you out because we've got Anthony joining us. Hang around. We'll get a cool photo afterwards. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us this evening and opening our eyes to the world of cycling. Um, I feel like I've got a million, well, million, million more questions I'd love to ask about um, he, everything. He wants to go riding through muddy puddles. Yeah. You? I mean, it, you watch yeah, it. We, t- we can do it. Yeah, yeah. You watch it. It doesn't look that hard on TV, does it? Ah, famous last words and stuff. <laughs> But boys, thanks a lot for joining us and we'll, we'll catch up with you Thank after you the too, show. Man. Thank Cheers, you too, Thank you. Take it easy. We are just about to be joined by uh, Mr. Perez. Anthony joins us every Sunday night. He gives us the lowdown in what's going on in the BGL League. But I saw there was a big one with Hesperons. I saw that That's earlier it. on. You've been, you, you been taking I'm, sneaky peeks? I'm not going to steal his limelight. Patrick, do you follow any of the, the local football? Do you have a team you follow? Oh, do you follow the first news? Oh, no, no, no. You have to. Not, not as much yeah. as I should. That's awkward. You know, I'll be honest with you. If I talk about uh, soccer, like football football please oh, not soccer yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry about him <laughs> that's yeah, not but, soccer yeah but we, we're talking about oh, American football tackle football it can be like yeah it's a grey area yeah. it's a grey area mate what's, uh, what's what shirt are you wearing today it's uh, Stoddard Liège from uh, Belgium okay I thought you'd be wearing a Bayern Munich one after them signing <laughs> no, big, big, Harry, the, big Harry Kane yeah, signing there this the year red, it's not the red and white Hesper shirt either no I don't have a Hesper shirt yet but uh Right. So, should I start with the conference leagues because I can tra- yeah, yeah, transition away, to the BGL league? Fire away. So on the first uh, game of the third round, Hesperons were the only team left from Luxembourg in the conference league qualifiers, took the club from North Macedonia, FC Struga away, and lost, in my opinion, surprisingly, with 3-1. Uh, Dominic Stolz was the only goal scorer for the Swift. And for the home team, it was the ex-Bundesliga player Ibrahimi who scored a hat-trick and two of his goals were penalties. And why am I mentioning this? Because they were total. These were the totals of five. Uh, sorry, these were the totals of penalties number five and six. Hesperons has conceded in five games. So uh, conceding six uh, penalties in five games, like a player from them will say, Clément Couturier, they need to calm down a bit, <laughs> a bit less aggressive. Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, on the return game, which I'm gonna follow. Uh, Hesperons need to win by at least two goals to go at least extra time. Yeah. So if they want that'll to be a stat for luck. I'm thinking as well yes. on Thursday. Oh, I, I guess so because the last game against the new centre <laughs> player at Stade Luxembourg as well. What was the crowd like? Did they get many people down there for that match? Well, I read that there weren't that much. People no, I went. I went to the first one when they played Slovak. Bratislava. Bratislava. They had about 3,000 people down. Ah, you mean here in Luxembourg? Yeah. I I, I thought about uh, when they went now to North Macedonia, I read that they weren't that much people no, no, no. the game. No, no, no. I mean, I, but I saw on their show, I don't think they have a main sponsor. Do you know what I mean? It just sort of looks a bit, they've obviously got someone who's pumping a bit of cash into it. But <laughs> like, anyway, let's not get into that. Yeah, Anthony, go on, far away. So they've got to make up those two goals. Fingers crossed uh, they'll be able to, uh, to do have, so. They, they have the quality. They have the quality. But did they qu- recover from that defeat and take the next three points in the Bijal League no <laughs> as, as you already know the team who conceded their first defeat on match 19 against Petosh last season lost already after two games against the same opponent yep the guests lose tunnel after being Andrea led. Andrea Barella do you remember he came on the show I actually saw him at an Italian on Thursday night as well really? I must pop him a message but yeah hopefully he had a good game but he did by the sounds of it keeping yep. a clean sheet uh, Barella sees he the guests lose 2-0 after being led in the 
after being led first in the 20th minute after a goal from South for UTP, Hesbronch came better after half-time into the game, but Peton stayed concentrated and didn't let any ball pass. Abreu made it 2-0 a few seconds before the end of the were, game. Um, were Hesbronch loaded up or were they resting boys ahead of Wednesday night? What do you mean? I mean, were they at uh, full strength or were they resting I a couple of the big dogs? I haven't seen the game, but when I, when I read the article... The first half wasn't that good, but they came good in second half. But Petos actually just played better, so it wasn't uh, disastrous. Petos was one of the teams that you picked to have a good season, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't, I didn't see them as top four. <laughs> I saw Mondov top four, but we're gonna come to mm-hmm. this later. You know nothing, Anthony Perez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one who predicted them to be uh, on Europe. Well, mate, you know more about football than I do. Anyway, <laughs> go on, keep going, boss. And when one team loses, so does the rival. Did launch lose surprisingly against the relegation candidate Fuller Ash with a score of 3-2. For them, it's also their first defeat of the season. And now you're going to ask yourself, who's on top of the table? Suspense you're going to see at the end of the show. Uh, let's move on to Schifflange on the other side we celebrate their first win in the BGA League since the 9th of April 2000 so it's their last win was more than 23 years ago against Aris Bonnevoie a club which doesn't exist anymore but anyway they beat Rosport 2-1 thanks to a late goal from Theo Herr who already scored a brace last weekend against Petosch so if I'm ain't wrong he's the top scorer of the league at the moment I'm going I actually saw that didn't, didn't Mama Ladies win at the weekend 8-0 or something and yes. Thompson didn't score Oh, and she, and she played. She played. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe she wanted to be generous and gave some. Wouldn't assists, surprise you know. me. She's an absolute legend. But sorry, Anthony, on you go, Bob. No problem. In the top game of the weekend between Racing and Diffedange, it's Diffedange will go out victorious with a score of three-one. Castro, Pruzo, and Monteiro scored for the club from the south. Booth score for his against his Roma club was not enough for Racing. Now let's talk about Mondo, who is I predicted will play Europe at the end of the season. Maybe they're going to win the Cup, so I ain't that wrong. Uh, Mondorf were seen as a contender for European places before the start of the season, are waiting for their first points after a defeat against Racing last week. It's against Monrich that the Goats in green went home empty. 3-2 was the score in the end, and it's a perfect start for Monrich with six points in two games and disastrous for Mondorf with no points against, uh, against after match day two. On other fields, we've got Strassen with defeat Kersing 2-1, while Jeunesse wins against Vils with the titles of the margins 1-0. While Progress Nidakon is still playing against Mersch and is, when I last checked, is winning 2-1. Maybe uh, Nathan can correct me <laughs> if, I, if I am wrong. At halftime, they uh, hear other standings after match day 2, and if it stays like this, we've got at the first, we've got Diffedange with 6 points. Behind, we've got Nidakon. On the third, we've got Monerich, who are still without a defeat. It's kind of surprising. Then we've got Petange, Schifflange, then Hesbronche, Dudelange. On the 8th, we've got Racing, followed by Rospo and Jeunesse. On the 11th, we've got Fola, then Strassen, um, and then the team who haven't uh, won a single game this season yet with Kerjeng, Mersch, if it stays like this, Mondorf and Wils. And I see I have got some time left. If I, if you can let uh, if you let me just say one. Are you far wrong. away, big dog? You keep it rolling. Come <laughs> on, go. Uh, on my page, I I, I got some idea. Uh, you maybe do you know ChatGPT? Yeah. It's a, yeah, the artificial intelligence which you can chat, you can ask anything anytime. And I kept your idea. I went to ChatGPT and asked him. Give me a match scenario between Luxembourg and Iceland. I did see this. Like, I did see ah, this. you did okay. see this. <coughs> and, but like, to be more precise, I gave him the lineups. I just took the lineups from the last game. 
because I think there's one change that much and then indeed you know the even the lads who aren't getting picked anymore substitute. we're not getting to that but yeah go on. <laughs> even the substitute bench and I said uh, you can you can uh, write it like uh, a highlight from a commentator and then he wrote me uh, a whole uh, 10 pages copy, co- no 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 not that much like just the highlights let's say this he wrote for example yeah Maurice with a great save and then at the end he predicted 2-2 between Luxembourg and Ireland with goals from Maxim Chano and Matthias Olesen and I found it kind of funny because it's it's like cool when you can ask an artificial intelligence because if you ask him to do a prediction he's gonna say no I can't say something for the future but, but if you ask him to like uh, think a scenario, then it's going to work. So basically what you're telling me is you've managed to trick chat BT or whatever you call it to give you a prediction and you're (laughs) saying that in a couple of weeks' time when Iceland come to town, it's going to be 2-2. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, but I hope they won't because for Luxembourg it will be more beneficial to win this Disaster, yeah. But just watching at the game itself, a 2-2 against Iceland wouldn't be a bad result in my opinion because they are still... No, there's still not no names anymore. They've st- still got some good players like Gudmundsson, Finnbogason, uh, Bjarnason, like some stars from the Euro 2016 were still playing. They're just kind of so. old, but still good players. And uh, to wrap up my football news, um, finally the FLF um, posted, uh, how do you say it? <sighs> the leagues in uh, the women's football, yeah. how they are... Um, structured. List- yeah, structured. Yeah. yeah. Because we've got... The class more, not, you know... <laughs> the table. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Huh? Um, at, uh, usually we had the first, second and third league. And it stays like this, just that the first league is now reduced to 10 teams, which is a very good idea to me. Because, um, I don't know if you know... How many did, were they last year? 12. 12. But the problem... Uh, 13, <laughs> even. 13. Tw- 14, 14 even. 14. More than 10, anyway. We know it was more than 10. We know it was more than 10. But uh, now we've got 10 teams and they all like kind of at the same level and I did, when I did the prediction on my last podcast uh, we, I was like damn what's, what's what I'm gonna say is gonna go down you know because maybe Rosbaugh was well now went up and uh, Hesperance are also a promoted team but they still they, they've got a very good team so I went 10 minutes like damn what's gonna go down even was gonna be champion I know Racing are still a contender but they haven't done any transfer but if you look at their team they don't need any transfer anymore but you see, you watch Mama who did great transfers um, and other teams like Anton um, uh, <laughs> uh, VMG even are for me a contender for the top three but it was very difficult. So we've got the first league, then second team also with 10 teams. And now the third division they did in two, in two, um, two, two separate two leagues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. One, one third division is with eight teams, if I ain't wrong. And the other one is with seven teams. I like it that a federation is able to, uh, to adapt. But, but that's, that's, a, that's a very good decision to reduce the leagues and like higher up the level. Because last time you had, last season you had games that ended like 15 nil, 10 nil. It's not fun for the team who is losing, but also for the team is which is winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no challenge. Well, just, as a sportsman, you always <laughs> rather play those closer games, you know, yeah, be challenged. You, yeah. you don't want to win by 800 points. Anthony, thank you so much for uh, joining us and bringing us up to speed. I look forward to seeing how. Uh, Hesperange if they can uh, you know pull those goals back on Thursday evening that's no doubt down at Stade Deluxe um, we'll try and get down to it um, as always a huge thank you to the uh, army of volunteers out there who make our uh, 
sporting world tick from uh, fixing the bikes and uh, and that sort of stuff uh, from you know coaching washing kit making sandwiches uh, driving kids to training or coaching whatever you do cutting the oranges yeah 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 keep doing what you're doing you can check out the rest of the team tomorrow from 6am with the Sam Steen show you've got Stephen Steps low the lunchbox at 12 and then you've got Melissa Dalton with the home stretch from 3 and don't forget Dave Burrows and DB3 sessions and then finally the hangover show on Monday uh, not Monday mornings that'd be worrying if you're going big on a Sunday night wasn't it Sunday mornings yeah. with Sarah Tapp until then it's church.